This week, two NFL picks and Bill Burr edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. Winning season is back, and MyBookie is now offering a 100% deposit bonus when you use the promo code SGP. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid. We're also brought to you by the leaders in daily fantasy, DraftKings. For a limited time, new users can get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes this week. Don't miss out on the week two action. Enter code SGP to get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes with your first deposit. That's code SGP only at DraftKings. We're also brought to you by BetQL. Want to get an advantage over the sports book with NBA, NHL, college football, MLB, and the NFL back in action? You need to download BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets this season. Head to betql.co and enter code SGP20 for 20% off your first subscription. That's betql.co, promo code SGP20. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay pred providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. This is Jim Mora, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean, second money room, my partner in picks, right? Real money Kramer. What's happening, Kramer Dog? Football. Football. Look, I'm still recovering. I'll be honest with you. I I was I forgot the feeling of being that tired on a Monday. Oh wow. I forgot the feeling of being that irritated with football on a Tuesday. <laughs> uh, I forgot the feeling of hating fantasy football after half my teams are just completely riddled with bullshit. Uh, so fuck fantasy football well, season long, especially that's why you got to go uh, DFS with the daily. Cause then if you get an injury whatever, it's, it's just one week. I, I like both. I like a little a, I like a little a B Sean. And I got to be honest, I, I think this year more than most, maybe I'm becoming an old guy, but I'm I'm just like these fucking guys with their injuries, their soft tissue. <laughs> I mean, you're a professional fucking athlete. I don't care if you didn't have a preseason. Well, I mean, in 2011, there were a ton of soft tissue injuries, no cramping, hammies. Giants aren't having injuries. That's that's a good news. They're well, not, not. I would say there's another way to look at it, and that it's bad news because <laughs> they still look like shit without injuries. Aww. Once the injuries start to hit. No. Kramer. Right, anyway, I mean, you sorry. just went, uh, you walked into it. The, the giants, it was, it was very disappointing. Obviously the Eagles losing to the Redskins yep. or sorry, the football team losing football to a team, team. with Which no, Mike, with no name is so embarrassing. News, breaking news, Sean. Yeah. Breaking news, Sean. It might be the permanent name of the football team. The it's football ki- it's team kind of, it's may kind be of the permanent name for a football team. It's kind of a brilliant, uh, is it strategy? I don't know if I agree with that. I think it's because everyone's still going to call it the Redskins. That's what he wanted. And again, Sean, let me tell you why you don't like it either. This is the beginning of American sports taking after sports overseas, soccer clubs, and diminishing the value of the team's nickname in place of just the club name or the city name. So no. I worry this. this, this All right, is, if this is are a slippery slope leading soccer? towards soccer, then. 
then I want What's nothing. Next? Part Are we going to call it the, uh, the, the, the WFC? <laughs> That's not what you want. Or sorry, the WFT, the WTFs would be pretty funny. Uh, what is that? Where the Philadelphia football team? No, they're always going to be, be wearing your Eagles. football team scarf, Sean. Are you going to be doing your football team march? No, you don't want any of this. And I love see what you're 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 being you're being sucker punched like the rest of this great country by the scum that is Daniel Snyder. He is trying to inject soccer culture into the National Football League in front of everyone in the disguise of night. And people are like, oh, this is great. He's telling Goodell to go fuck himself. This is great. Now people are gonna have uh, to say the football it, team. It's an asshole move, but I, I have some respect for the idea of him just saying, fuck it, we we don't need a name. It is it is weird that the they play in FedEx field. So their field has a name, yet they don't. Well, their field is they're just going to be the first team that's sponsored and the the name is going to be the we went down this road, right? The Primes, uh maybe the, the the Arrow, I think someone threw out the Arrows for FedEx. The Washington Grinders. The, the Washington Grind, <laughs> the Washington Tenders, the, the Bumbles. Uh, but isn't that where we're headed? Where the name is just it it, it just be, forget writing Eagles across the front of the jersey. It's just, you know, Emirates. Or again, back to the soccer thing, Sean. Be careful. Right. Slippery right. slope. We've talked way too much about soccer. This is the week two NFL National Football League picks podcast. And uh we're we're changing things up slightly schedule wise. We are going to recap the uh week picks in its own podcast. Yep. We did uh we did the week one recap. We did it Sunday night live right after the Sunday night game. It's gonna be streamed live on YouTube. YouTube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Uh, so check in. And if you want to see that live, hit us up, do a little uh, chatting there while we're doing the podcast. So if you're looking for a recap before and, and you missed out, go back, check out that podcast. Obviously, our DFS podcast already came out, and our college football podcast and the DFS podcast. We talked a little NBA. We talked a little Jesus. US Open. There's just so much going on sports wise. It's weird to think about this, Sean, but in a weird this is the end of our working week almost, right? Yeah. Now now, now it's the pleasure of Wednesday it. clocking out and then clocking back in Sunday AM, getting fired up for the pregame periscope. We will be uh joined by Bill Burr again. Uh and we're gonna do a little uh little chat with old uh old Billy Burr and then get to all the picks. Ryan, before we do that. Uh-oh. The free roll football contest. Sean. Yes. You told me no more soccer. No more soccer. And yet, look at this. Who sits in the top spot <laughs> after oh week God. one? But it is a tie. But uh one of the people tied for first place. Our own soccer expert, a true football expert in all the in all the sense Billy Bahate host of the soccer gambling podcast he, by, he by just way, won Sean, himself some free SGP merch Premier League is back yes Das Bundesliga coming back him and uh, Jay Herbert well is that Justin Herbert did he has he maybe had, had some time on the sidelines down there for the Chargers so they they combined for the week one winner uh, Jay Her real quick Sean sorry 13 two and one that's pretty fire that is pretty fire. Red hot. And uh, yeah, hit us up podcast at sports podcast.com. You're not that far off the pace, Sean. Yeah. I pulled a, uh, what did I pull? Nine, nine, six and one. 
Nine, six, and one. That's not so bad. Felt pretty I, good about I that. I did enjoy. We're not going to go through the whole top ten, but I did uh, enjoy some of these names. Thought we could take a second to nut nut nutsack differential. That that's very uh very straight to the point. Uh, a guy named Cowboy Pete. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but uh, <laughs> congratulations, sir. Colby Affleck, of course. A uh, tip of the cap to Colby's clear clear uh, cousin from another mother with the Afflacks, specifically Casey. And then uh, the last one I was going to throw out there, uh, go Bearcats friend of the program. Oh, wow. In the top 10. So, and uh, Scott Eshelman, he's, he's longtime fans and and make sure you, uh, yeah, go Bearcats has a, uh, he, he puts a ton of cool. He's He's got he whatever his day job is he does like deep deep analytics and he's always sharing uh, spreadsheets and stuff. He's a man with a strong spreadsheet game. I can yes. appreciate. Ryan that. recognizes game and he's yeah. hanging out in Slack. So another if you need another reason to hop in our Slack, mix it up there. A lot of fun. I'm sure uh, there'll be a ton of golf chat going. And, I mean, uh, honestly, Sundays. he he built this really awesome spreadsheet that I think we're working on a way to get it on, on the site so you can download it. But but just based on someone else in Slack asking for it. Yeah. So you, you want to get into Slack. I don't, I don't see why if you're not in Slack, you're crazy, especially right now for the U S open, you mentioned the golf chatter, Steve is, if you read his articles, he essentially (laughs) writes a bunch of articles in the Slack channel. Yes. If you listen to the golf gambling podcast with Boston Capper and Steve Shermer, you definitely want to get in there fucking wheel, man. Every morning, Steve is mixing it up with updates, guys, things to look at Weather. sorry, Sean, I know you were trying to get through it, but I'm in a plugging mood. Well, plug away, Ryan. Well, I'm going to plug. do some plugging later, but for now, I'm going to plug things on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. All right, look out. You're welcome. And of course, my bookie.ag football back. Hell football yeah. is back. Hell Went yeah. three and two in my my bookie super contest. Three one and one, Sean. There you go, Kramer. There's still you can still hop into my bookie super contest. Only ten bucks to join. Of course, the main reason you want to go over to mybookie.ag. Besides all the lines we're going to be breaking down here in just a second, that sweet, sweet 100% deposit bonus. Hell yeah. Very easy to use. Low rollover requirements. Just drop it in there. Just did our little uh, season reload with the cryptocurrency. Get a sweet, sweet bonus there. They got blackjack tournaments, obviously U.S. <laughs> Open, NBA, whatever you want to bet on, mybookie.ag has you covered. Oh man, and it's uh, a, a cornucopia of prop bets. We gave some out Monday night as part of the recap podcast. Plenty of prop bets over at mybookie.ag, and when you're heading over to mybookie.ag, make sure you use a promo code SGP so that you can play, win, and most importantly, get paid. Joining us on the line, comedian, Patriots fan, Bill Burr. Bill, Pat started one and zero in the Cam Newton era. How how exciting was that? Um, you know, it was it was definitely. I was happy that we got the win. The Dolphins always play as difficult, always play as tough. I mean, um, I was excited the about our offensive line looked good. I still saw uh, you know some of the problems we had from last year slightly improved, but it's early on. You know, I have faith in Bill Belichick. Cam Newton looked great. Um, I'm not too excited that he was our top rusher. Yeah. You know, 75 well, that- yards. I mean, I'm kind of old school with that where I just feel like you're going to get hurt. So hopefully, uh, you know, 
Sony Michelle will, you know, pick it up those yards for us and he can stand in the pocket and guys like Harry can maybe step up or something like that. You need like a viable number two receiver. And I thought, I thought our defense looked pretty good. You don't strike me as a Jersey guy, but uh, if you were to get a Cam Newton Jersey, are you waiting till he, till he wins a certain number of games till he hits a certain threshold? Yeah, dude. I, I haven't bought a Jersey since I was like a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can maybe got like a, a Steve Grogan one. I think was the last one I had. I oh, had that's a, probably a badass throwback one now. Well, it wasn't the Mitchell and Ness version of it. It was the Herman sporting goods version. So um, no, no, I'm all in with cam cams, our guy. And you know, the guy is an amazing uh, quarterback. He's got incredible arm field vision and all of that type of stuff. They just got, you just got to have more than one week to get on the same page. Now the other, the other big game we talked about last week, Brady and the uh, bucks went down to new Orleans. Didn't I know a- I went out for two on my bets. <laughs> oh, and two against the spread, but your team won. So you kind of hedged yourself there. Brady looked good early. He had that, he had that drive. He had the uh, rushing touchdown. It seemed like things were going well. And then it just kind of unraveled for Tampa Bay. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't put that on him. I mean, there was a couple of times he thought a guy was going to keep running and he stops, you know, he did have the pick six, but I mean, that happens. It just happens. It's, it's, it's week one. I thought, but what I saw that was great as a fan, but upsetting because I'm, because he's not on the Patriots anymore. Still has the same zip, still has the same fire, the leadership and all of that. I mean, um, I think Tampa Bay is going to be a problem for people. Well, now the bucks they're at home. They're laying nine points against the Carolina Panthers. What do you think? What do you think about the bounce back game for uh, Tom Brady and the bucks? I think this is going to be a nice week for them to go out and score some points get some sports writers on this side. <laughs> I just think, I think they're going to have a great game. Uh, you know, the 11,000 people that are allowed to go to the stadium will be excited to see Tom and uh, you know, we shall see. It is. It is funny we'll how see they Gronkowski back out there too. <laughs> yeah. It was good to see him catch a couple passes. Didn't do anything. Uh, OJ Howard got the touchdown. The NFL is better with Gronk in it. That's all. And and Gronk in Tampa is also probably good for things. So I'm, I'm happy with the situation. I'm a little sad. I'm a little sad they got up to the loss because now everyone gets to start chirping about Belichick versus Brady, which we don't need right now. But uh, you know, I don't know. Sean, well, you I, knew that was gonna happen. I know, but now, now, no now it's, it's on the tee. It's on the tee, and now people are hitting it. So hopefully, Brady comes back with a vengeance. Yeah, I mean, against that, yeah, Carol- people could just not pay attention to that crap. I just, <laughs> I think so much of that stuff just—it's a symptom of 24 hours. Of media, and then there's also like just, um, you know, that's just how they sell every show. This person yeah. versus that person, this candidate versus that candidate, this country versus that country. So red versus blue. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Big Ten, they're coming back, and it, it was, and we kind of hit on this last week talking about the where they draw the lines for uh, college football. It seems to be political. Like all these Southern Republican states, they were all in on football early. Then these swing states in the Big Ten, they were not doing it, and now they are doing football. And then the the super left blue states are holding out no football. Maybe it'll be later on. It's just hilarious how it's falling right on party lines again. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, they make the school so much money. Oh God. Even all nobody's going to show up to watch the math team solve (laughs) problems. So, I mean, that's what it is. And uh, you know, I mean, I think it's easier for, you know, some of the, obviously the Ivy league and stuff like that. I mean, they get probably more money from uh, you know, eggheads that used to go there 
giving them money, whatever the hell they, however the hell that works out there. But um, yeah, the football team isn't carrying Harvard's endowment. <laughs> it's going to be all yeah, the so rocket I, scientists kicking back money. Yeah. But I mean, if a hundred thousand people were showing up every week to see Harvard play Yale, then they would be playing too. I mean, at the end of the day, they got to make their money. Big, uh, big Thursday night game Bengals at Browns. Where are you at with uh, Baker Mayfield? And, and what'd you, isn't think? it Bengals? There's is- like three different pronunciations. I don't even know how you just said it. My buddy says, he says bangles like the girl band. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's it's Bengals. Oh, you know this is how dumb I am. I didn't realize there was a difference between the girl band and the football they're, team. They're, I assumed they were the same. They're all the Bengals. Yeah, they're all the Bengals. <laughs> don't don't disrespect the band with how the Bengals have played the last few years. Oh man, um, that was a heartbreaking loss for Bengals fans everywhere. That offensive PI to kind of uh, cost them the game, and then the kicker comes out, pulls his calf right as he's going for the game time field goal. Yeah, you gotta hate an offensive uh, pass interference just because they never call it. So when they do call it, it just seems like it's this personal vendetta against you and your team. Um, but you know, there was a bad period there where you could you couldn't even look at a receiver and they would throw a flag. But I think they've done a pretty good job of uh, correcting stuff like that. But Joe Burrow looked great; totally looks like a gamer, and that uh, he's going to be able to play at the NFL level, which is awesome. I'm a huge LSU fan. No, they're such a fun team. Go Tigers. Edo, what a character. They're they're a super fun team. Yeah. So uh yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I I, I'm kind of happy now that there's NFL football three days a week. You know, I used to kind of complain about the Thursday afternoon, uh, Thursday game with the friggin' the awful uniforms and and then how it was only on the NFL network. And for a while I couldn't get the NFL network unless I changed my whole whatever cable I had back then. I was kind of against it. Now during this crap, I'm actually loving it. Yeah, it's, it gives you something to watch—a primetime game. But uh, yeah, Bengals are getting six points in Cleveland. Do you think they cover? Do you think they hang with the Browns? Yeah, I think they beat them. Oh wow, outright! I like I it. I think they come in there outright beat them. It's one of those stupid divisional rivalry games. I always hate betting those games too. But yeah, I think the Bengals go in and just straight up beat them. I know, but Cleveland has a good running game, right? They have a good running back. But I yeah, the no, they got they got Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. I, I think they could give the Bengals rush defense some problems. I, I think that's going to be key. Baker's still the quarterback, though, and that that's probably the problem <laughs> with them. They didn't look too good week one. I've just never seen a guy get so much shit before he even played. Yeah, no, he really Baker's uh, he, gotten a ton of crap. He's both gotten a lot of shit and been crowned all before he's done anything. And now it is funny to watch him in those commercials where the the, the stadium is his house, and he's I mean thirty eight to six. What was the score? It's not a good look. Maybe maybe more football, less acting. It it is brutal though when you're when your quarterback's getting destroyed in the game, and then they're having like you know he's hanging out, having fun, living at the stadium. You're like I don't want to see that yeah. right now. Like they need to have a guy in there who, if it's a blowout, pull all the Baker commercials. Yeah, work on just, your lines or work on the plays, not your lines. Just bro. just for his own sake. I mean, I get it. You know, you can be in the NFL and you know spend four hours at the stadium. I don't think Cleveland's. Entire problem is Baker Mayfield. <laughs> they were kind of having a lot of problems before he got there. And I think one of the worst things that can happen to you if you're a high draft pick as a quarterback is to go to the Cleveland Browns over the last almost 30 years. So cut the guy a little bit of slack. There's something about a white guy who wears a bandana. <laughs> white dudes, just, I don't know what it is. What does he think he's in a gang? You just started all the way back to Andre Agassi. People just start trashing him. 
Yeah, it's not. It's you know, people. Yeah, you think he's like an extra in Sons of Anarchy with the hair going yeah, and the that, bandana. It's that Cobra Kai look, you know. Another uh, another kind of classic matchup: the Monday night game, the Las Vegas Raiders at home catching five and a half against the Saints. Where are you at with uh, John Gruden, uh, Bill? Are you are you a big Gruden guy? Did you find? Yeah, I love John Gruden. I also that new stadium they have looks oh, incredible. Man. Yeah. They finally, God knows, you know, you wait 50 years to get a place to play 60 years. They've never really had, um, well, I guess the Oakland A's stadium at some point was new, but that was, those were those cookie cutter baseball football ones. So I'm excited to see them in a, in a, uh, a nice venue. Unfortunately, I think the saints are going to give them their first loss in that building. Um, I don't know. Five points doesn't scare me. I yeah. take Drew Brees. Yeah, Drew Brees in the dome against John Gruden. There was that. The hilarious. Raiders just won a game. They're, they're riding high. This is the perfect time to bet against. Them. And it is. I mean, we drove by it in person recently, and it's it's just awesome to see it sitting there, right out in the strip. Like it's a hockey puck almost. It's yeah, just black, it's it's very stadium. The Death Star. They're calling it very futuristic. It is going to be crazy when they do let fans go in there because I can just imagine. <laughs> Just marauding bands of Raiders fans getting drunk all day on the strip and then just rolling into that stadium. Uh, it's going to be wild once they start letting fans in. I think a couple of those Raider fans might get discovered on the strip the way they dress up. <laughs> yeah. You would look great as uh, in Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> well, you know, we saw the Michaels opening up next door so they can get their crafts and work on their. Uh, their plastic uh, shoulder pads. Yeah. Their, their eyeshadow. The spikes sticking out. I don't know what happened. I liked back in the seventies, the Raiders fans looked like a giant biker gang. Yeah. Somewhere along the line. I don't know what they kind of, uh, they got to get out of the, uh, it's a little too much kiss. It, well, it just looks like they were hanging out on Etsy for an afternoon and got like, Oh, spiked styrofoam shoulder pads. That'll complete my outfits. Like, come on. What yeah, happened to just hot topic and yeah. get some fake chains Yeah, or they, they have like the guy with like the fighter pilot mask on with the giant, like, you know, murdered out uh, visor. It's like, come on, dude. Uh, but the black hole is fun. It'll be great to see those guys in there. Of course, now that we've shit all over it. <laughs> I mean, it, it's fun in the, you know, cause it's, it's just emblematic of the Raiders and, and kind of a fun tradition, but yeah, <laughs> getting dressed up in costumes and going to football. It's game, so. it's fun. I mean, come on, they, they can take a joke. See <laughs> the Seahawks they're at home. They had a nice win week one Patriots coming into Seattle Sunday yeah, night. I don't like this Seahawks laying four points. Mm, ah, man, like this, this is a, it's a tough spot for the Patriots early, but I said that last week and they, and they took care of the dolphins. Where, where is your head at with this game, Bill? I don't think I know enough about Seattle, but um, I do think that Russell Wilson will, you know, basically cancels out Cam Newton where that's, that's a wash. And um, I don't know, like that's uh, this, I think this is a, a big test early for us playing with an above average team. Cause I do know that the, uh, Seattle has lost, did lose a lot of players. I mean, with the free agency, I can't keep up with it. So it's hard for me to gamble in, in, in September here, but uh, my gut tells, I would stay away from this game because if I had to put money on it, I would, I would bet Seattle. Seattle and laying the points. They appear to be letting Russ cook down there. I, I, I like Bill with the emotional hedge, <laughs> betting against his team just because then you could you kind of have yourself 
covered. I mean, worst case scenario, Seattle wins by three and then you don't get the, you don't hit the spread and your team loses every single time I've said, I'm going to bet against my team. I failed to do so. So are you, do you, do you find yourself? I, I don't see you as this guy, but being superstitious, having any sort of rituals when your team is on, do you, do you kind of get your kids? I know you have a couple of young kids. Do you try and get them into, into watching the game? Where are you at with uh, your team on game day? Oh no, I, I, you know, I, I don't, I gave up on superstitions. Uh, you know, what finally made me give up on superstitions. I used to hear the longest time. Uh, don't put it, don't put a hat on a bed. Hat on a bed is bad luck. And I actually, I don't know. Somebody told me, or I sort of looked it up like where that came from. Like back in the day when you, people used to knit their own hats, when they take the hat off at night, the static electricity, they would see the flashes. So they thought the devil lived in your hair. <laughs> So then if you, if you, so it was like in your hat or something like that. So if you put the hat on the bed, the devil was in your bed and then it was going to get into you. And I was like, that has got to be the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. And after that, I now move about freely in my living room. I know that I have no effect on the game whatsoever. It's been liberating for like the last 20 years. So well, I, I don't have any uh, superstition. I will tell you though, is I don't have the stomach to watch playoff hoop when my team is in it because that whole thing where it's a game of runs is just infuriating to me where my team can't miss the other team can't hit. And all of a sudden we forget how to play and then they can't miss. That doesn't happen in other sports. It's not like if your offensive line is dominating the defensive line, I don't care what kind of halftime adjustments they make. You don't come out in the next half and all of a sudden your team forgets how to block. Um, well, I mean, maybe the Atlanta Falcons in the Super Bowl <laughs> where they were they were up 28 to 3. They seem to forget something. But I know what you mean. But and that it happens like I swear to god, it happens like 3 times during an NBA game. Yeah. No, I mean, NBA like you'll be up by like 25 and then I'll just be 27 2 run. It's all tied up. And you're like, what the fuck happened? Well, especially now when they, when they just like every guy is, is shooting threes, even yeah. like a seven foot guy from Latvia is still like chucking it up behind the arc. And yeah, it's so easy that they go hot and cold, the bubble, the shooting and the runs have been crazy. Cause there's no home court advantage. So you got teams like the nuggets and teams like the Miami heat who maybe never would have made it if they were actually traveling and playing in hostile environments. But yeah, it really feels like the last six minutes yeah, of an NBA you, Sean, game. Just, yeah. w- just wait till the game has eight minutes left in it, and then you can watch it. Because if you watch it before that, you're just going to go on this strange roller coaster ride that means nothing. And it, that's essentially why I stop betting on the NBA regularly. <laughs> it's just it's not good for your heart. It's like Jesus. Oh yeah, and then also like the last five minutes takes like a half an hour. <laughs> Well, and then they've, they've even added instant replay oh, where they're man. like going frame by frame to see if it hit the guy's fingernail. It's like, oh my God, they got to do something to like speed up the end of the game. Cause <laughs> that's the, it's, that's, what's fun about basketball. The intensity, the, you know, running up and down the court, the flow of the game. And we, we sound like some grumpy old men, Sean, <laughs> we're get off our no, but It is true though, but I, I will tell you, but then you got to sit there with your stomach and knots for a half an hour for something that should have taken <laughs> like maybe 10 minutes. <laughs> No, I know it, it. It never goes away. That kind of knot you have when you're 
when your team's playing. It's a good sweat, you know. Sometimes one uh, one final game worth hitting. I hate on. that I care about sports. <laughs> yeah. Well, I find myself it's a curse. It's a curse. I mean, my wife will like have to talk me down after the Eagles <laughs> lost. She goes, "You can't do this to yourself. You can't, you know, be mad at yourself for something that you have no control over." And the logical part of my brain is going, "I know what she's saying. I can't control it." The other, <laughs> the the reptile part of the brain is going, "You fucked up. You dumb motherfucker. You wore the wrong hat." You you knew what you were doing. You let the team down. I'd like, honestly, I, I, after a bad loss, I go, what could I have done? And I, <laughs> and I, I'm not, I'm not an idiot. I know I can't do anything, but it's, it must be, you know, Irish Catholic. I, I don't know, but Irish German. You know I wish I could go back to the days before the internet. When you lost, you just you lost. You yes. didn't have a direct connection <laughs> to the fans of the team that just beat you. Like, did you see, uh, you see uh, Magic Johnson? Oh. oh man, he's great. He's hilarious. Oh, no, he went on and he trashed the Clippers when they said LA is always going to be like the Lakers city. And just as a Celtics fan, I was like, wait, they were kind of sweating the Clippers when they were up three to one. They were like, oh shit. <laughs> and then all these people came out. Uh, I don't know. I thought that was a bad look. Yeah. For the Lakers, where it's like, dude, you're the Lakers. You don't care about these guys. The no, fact he- that you actually have to make that LA will always be the Lakers city. It's just like you're sitting on 16 championships. They have zero. <laughs> Why would you take your time to answer them? No, what I don't. Yeah, it is. You don't really need to stoop down to the Clippers level. It's if you're a Laker, you don't need to rub it into your little brother. It's yeah, just, especially I do love. I do love the Clippers and I was rooting for them, but uh, now I'm rooting for the nuggets. Anybody yeah. but the Lakers. Oh yeah, Nuggets are Nuggets are such a fun team. They do have kind of that like rec league team vibe that just got hot and you can't get them off the court. But uh, Jokic, the, Jamal Murray shooting lights I don't out. Know, the Lakers always seem to be able to buy the two best guys in the league, and then that's just it's drives me nuts. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, mean, it seems as though the NBA would love to see a Lakers Celtics bubble final. So conspiracy. Well, I wish we there. could. We we could somehow uh, appeal to people to come to I mean just be like Boston's like L.A. It's just as racist as L.A. It's just the weather isn't as nice. Yeah, yeah we could. Boston can hang. Don't worry, guys. All right, Bill. Uh, one final game to hit on a nice uh, nice quarterback battle here. You got Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Mm. Coming uh, just uh, coming off a uh, ass whooping of the Browns, going into uh, Houston to face the Texans. Texans are a seven point home dog. Of course, they uh, they they got their ass kicked opening night against the Chiefs, so they have a little bit of long rest. What's your uh, what's your lean here on this game? Texans getting seven. They always pick the perfect number, don't they? I mean, <laughs> the, the Ravens are just you know they're gonna beat them. It's like Deshaun Watson, JJ Watts. They got those two pieces, and I just don't feel like enough of the rest of the team works. The play calling, I don't know what it is. It just doesn't seem to come together for them. The Ravens are perennial, just a successful franchise. And then they have this next level guy at quarterback. Oh, man. But given seven on the road. I know. My brain wants to say, hey, you're a smart gambler. Take the home dog. But then I, I look at that Ravens team, and I didn't even think they would be as good as they started out week one. And they just—they're just an unstoppable force. Does I, it, I'm going Ravens. I don't. Know, I'm taking favorites this week. Fuck it. I'm sometimes, the Ravens. sometimes early in the season, you just got to pick winners. Don't worry about the spread. Pick winners. Well, the yeah. Ra- the Ravens are winning this game. I'm with you. Houston. Maybe they get in the back door, but. Uh, d- Bill O'Brien once again looks like he's unaware of how to drive uh, a, a National Football League franchise. 
and and yet he still has the keys. I, I don't get it. Yeah, no, Bill Bryant was an interesting guy. Where like I was, you know, the trade he made, getting rid of DeAndre Hopkins, and I mean, you just got to feel like a, an asshole when he goes off and has a career game, the first game after yeah. the trade. So I, I tried and defend him, saying like, oh, I think he's a pretty solid coach. They always win the division. So he must be doing something right. But then that game against Kansas city, like he was just way too conservative. You're playing the chiefs. You can't be punting at midfield on like fourth and three. So I don't know. It could be a long season for uh, bill O'Brien and the Texans. You don't think midfield against Patrick Mahomes fourth and three, you'd go for it. No, uh, no, no. I'm saying he should have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, your house would be up for sale pretty quick. <laughs> well, that's an NFL coach. Well, that's Dude, this is, this is, I'm telling you, you guys grew up playing Madden football. I mean, your <laughs> idea of, yeah, just, you know, fourth and three, no biggie. Well, we are, we are a gambling podcast <laughs> and our, our catchphrase is let it ride. So you're right. Maybe I wouldn't have, I'd either flame out or become like a coaching genius, just yeah. going for crazy fourth down, never punting. Uh, you know, as but, a fan, you just want to see crazy shit like that. Yeah, you could be down 42 zip <laughs> going into the second quarter against the Chiefs doing that. But I would love to see a guy do that, have the balls to do it. Oh yeah. I mean and 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 not to get There was back a guy to- in high school one year that never he never punted or kicked an extra point. He went for it on fourth down every time and he went for two every time. Well, and, and that's what a I bunch get- of coaches paying attention to that too. Yeah. I also don't think he had the best kickers. <laughs> could have been a problem. The undefeated Patriots when we lost to the Giants in the Super Bowl. Do you remember that fourth down Belichick went? He went, it was like a fourth and six. Yeah. On the first drive, we just like went for it and didn't get it. And uh, I remember that was like one of the few times I ever questioned Belichick. I was like, what the hell was that? Yeah, no, I mean video it's, game shit. It, it, <laughs> yeah, and and just immediately, even if the math supports it. You know, it's like in in blackjack when you got sixteen and you're against a face card. You know the number says like yeah. the card that you get at the gift shop says you're statistically better off hitting. And then when you do it and you bust, you're like, oh, what the fuck? But really, it's like fifty five forty five. So you should do it. The math says do. But uh, yeah, I mean, then you got to live with the results. Shoot or shoot, Sean. Shoot or shoot. Shoot or shoot. Uh, all right, Bill. So to run it down, looks like you're taking the Bucks minus nine. The Bengals plus six, but you think they got? Wait, they sh- get they give a nine? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a big number for Carolina. Whoa! <laughs> and that's in Carolina? No, that's in Tampa. All right, you know they they got the pirate ship. There'll be at least one and a half pirates on it. Yeah, the hell with it. There there could be some actual pirates. I mean, who knows what's going on in uh, Tampa right now? Tampa minus nine, Bengals plus six, but you also think they have a shot to win it outright. Mm. Uh, Ravens minus seven in Houston, New Orleans minus five and a half in Las Vegas, and then fading the New England Patriots, oh. not believing in them. Uh, Seattle minus four for the Sunday night game. Out of all of those, I think the Cincy pick is is the most solid. Watch me eat my words. <laughs> all right, lock that up. We'll Bengals know, we'll, we'll plus six. All right, Bill, appreciate you calling in, and uh, have a good uh, NFL weekend. All right, guys, thank you. Oh yeah, DraftKings. Talking a little DK, DraftKings, of course, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. Once again, millions of dollars in total prizes up for grabs. A- and even just as a DraftKings player, when I realized I wasn't gonna win the million dollars, it's fun at the end of that afternoon just hitting refresh and seeing a couple guys battle it out for first place. 
saw that, um, you know, uh, like esports. Well, yeah, and and I think one of the guys in second place, he had the Chargers defense yeah. that missed field goal by the Bengals, helped keep him uh, in second, win a couple hundred grand. I mean, it's just it's just a fun to watch, but more fun to play, of course, because again, DraftKings they've paid out billions of dollars to winners mm. since 2012. Very easy to use, very easy to deposit, very easy to withdraw when you hit big, especially. Download the DraftKings app now and use code SGP for a limited time. New users can get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes this week. Don't miss out on the week two action. Enter code SGP to get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes with your first deposit. That's code SGP only at DraftKings. Make it rain. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Thursday night football, Kramer. Well, do do we want to, do we want to at least throw out a recap of our records to remind people that you hit your lock? I didn't not get my lock. I did push week one push on the lock. How disappointing you're you're O for O Ryan on college football and NFL locks. (laughs) I haven't even gotten an attempt. Oh no, I, I got one wrong. I got I got a college lock wrong, but okay. I got I also picked a game that got canceled. So that's I'm impressively starting the season <laughs> uh, with pushes left and right. Thursday night football, the Battle of Ohio, the Bengals, Smokey Joe, AJ Green looks like he's back. Sean, they're heading down to Cleveland, where Baker Mayfield. I, I don't know. We we might be nearing the end. They would be a close your eyes special, Sean, but they're favored. Six point favorite. Six points, minus two fifty five on the money line. Bengals plus two fifteen. Forty three and a half is the total. This look ahead was six, seven and a half, Sean. And now it's moved down to six based on do you think this is mostly Cleveland getting their ass kicked? Because that was something we thought was gonna happen. Yeah. Or do you think this is, hey, Joe Burrow looks like a competent quarterback? Yeah, I would say little it's a, probably it's probably a little bit more off of I think people feel comfortable betting on Joe Burrow after mm. what they they yeah. saw him do against that Chargers defense. He didn't look amazing, but he looked competent, and he, and he looked like he certainly had a lot of poise, a lot of moxie. You can imagine him just chomping on a cigar. Certainly, their kicker fucked things up for them. And these are just two kind of dreadful franchises. Um, I thought the Bengals defense played pretty solid against the Chargers, but you look. You look at the numbers. Josh Kelly had a nice day. Eckler, nineteen for eighty-four. Kelly, twelve for sixty. DJ Reader, the nose tackle for the Bengals, the run stuffer. Uh, he had some cramps. Hopefully, he can go because they're. <laughs> what are we talking about? about fucking high give him a little. Chicks? Give him a little Midol. Get him out there. <laughs> because I, I, the Browns are going to come in and pound the rock. Um, yeah, I don't know. The Bengals missing an own lineman, kicker, a little bit of questionable, but. The Browns, Greedy Williams still out. Conklin is questionable. I kept going back and forth here. I think I think Joe Mixon could have a big day against this Browns defense. To me, it, I'm just in a point where fuck the Browns. And and okay. what and what oh, really I like that angle. what really helped me solidify that was Browns running back Nick Chubb. We know we can run the ball. We've just got to get better at other things. Like this locker room. What do you think he's talking about? Is already. Is already just in shambles, right? Odell throwing his hands up, like, I mean, any Odell, sort of uh, show, showing some issues catching the football. Imagine that from a guy who essentially became famous off of a catch. Yeah, really. He, and he, I mean, maybe that's maybe a football isn't the Brown thing. He likes to catch. Oh, Sean. No, I. 
this Browns team, I'm just out on. And there was enough mojo from that Bengals team. Well, I'm gonna at, take. I'm gonna take Bengals plus six. Let's just for one second think about what we're doing though. This is Thursday night football. We yeah. know normally I would just I would probably lean to the home team, but the fact that there's no fans, I think that's going to take away the home field advantage uh, in a big way. Forget and, the home field advantage, Sean. Kay. It's the time. It's the time. It's a rookie quarterback. I'm not one to suggest that Baker is ever going to be a good NFL quarterback, but in this spot, this is an absolute. Before we started a recording, I told you I thought there were some very obvious spots that maybe my age and my wisdom is allowing allowing myself to see almost like <clears throat> I'm putting on the uh, the special glasses and I can see the dimension because when I see this spot, Burrow looked good and people are going like, "Oh, he looked good. It's, uh, this this team's got some weapons. AJ Green's back." But I think what we're going to see here is I think we're going to see the offensive line again struggle. He's now going to the road. So whatever you think about home road, I think on a Thursday night, it's going to matter. I think the lack of preparation is going to matter. And I think first and foremost, if you are streaming defenses, Cleveland defense is very appealing to me this week. Uh, if I'm doing a showdown lineup, Cleveland's defense is very appealing to me this week because I think, I think they're going to give them trouble. And I think again, rookie, he's a rookie quarterback and sure he did enough to win the game against a pretty bad looking chargers team. They still had a pass rush. So I think the pass rush gets home, Sean. And I think uh I think the additional one and a half points of line movement based on them losing to a great team is enough for me to grab the Browns, laying the six points. Browns are broken, Ryan. I and and I don't know if and, and Cincinnati, AJ Green. You're just it, overreacting, I think. No, I, I'm not I, overreacting. I, I'm trying at to all. caution you as a friend. Be careful with this one. I, I am careful. AJ Green is is rallying around for his quarterback. Like Guys in that locker room want to play for Joe Burrow. No one wants to play for Baker. That's become clear. I, let's see if the Bengals can do enough to slow down this rushing attack to to where it matters. I think you got to throw out the the week one result for the Browns because it was a blowout and they lost to a really fucking good team. Next up, Sean. Sunday. But they still suck. I'm not. I, you're putting me in a position where I'm somehow trying go to go all in on. Them. I'm not all in. I, I said this is a spot. <clears throat> I circle this on the schedule. Yeah, yeah. The adrenaline from his first start at home is over. Now he's on the road. Short rest. Burrow struggles. Sunday. Speaking of uh, things struggling, the Dallas Cowboys they host the Hot Lana Falcons. Falcons plus six and a half. Or I'm sorry, plus four and a half. Plus one eighty on the money line. Dallas minus two twenty. Fifty two and a half is the total. This this is another one. Come it came down big on the look ahead. I don't really understand why the look ahead changed, other than Atlanta got really beaten beaten up, but they put up a lot of yards. Obviously, we're not taking the Cowboys here. Is there value in the Cowboys side because of that? Well, this is an interesting stat. Russell Wilson didn't throw into a tight window once <laughs> against the Atlanta defense. Only quarterback. Well, he's Mr. Unlimited, though. Well, yeah. I mean, Unlimited. You think Dak but, is thinking unlimited? But that is that is certainly It's a little scary. It's a little scary, but the, the Dallas offense. I mean, we we joked about on the recap podcast, but truly yeah. they picked up where they left off. It, it's hilarious cuz all the talking points in the offseason were well, now that they got rid of Jason Garrett, um, they're going to be their offense is going to be dynamic. It's going to be aggressive. They're going to yeah. be going for it on fourth downs. Be careful what you wish for. Yeah. They it's so funny because those same people would also say, "Well, and we're yeah. bringing Kellen Moore. He's calling this plays. That's a lot of continuity." And we saw that continuity in a bad way. Yeah. They were continuously shitty, like why, they were last year when they were eight and eight. Why is Kellen Moore some boy genius? 
What did uh, he do? I mean, I honestly won some games at Boise. State. I honestly think they would be better off letting McCarthy call plays. And I'm not a huge McCarthy guy. Matt Ryan. At least you're gonna do it the McCarthy way. That da- I don't know what Dallas's plan was on on Sunday. No, night. they didn't have a plan. Matt Ryan, he thrives in the dome. How is th- all right? This isn't over though, right? I know it's so obvious, but isn't this just a massive over? Feels we, like feels like you could lean over and and the Rams DFS game. They're out. Um, <clears throat> sorry, the Rams probably should have done more, you know, scoring wise. But Dallas, no Sean Lee and no Van Der Esch. I mean, they're, 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 their defense had so many questions to begin with, not being aggressive enough. Uh, Ridley, I think, will have a big game in the middle there. I think they will do everything they can to slow down Julio. Ridley, I think, is the guy to play. Falcons are 29 and 18 against the spread following a loss of six points or more in the previous 47 instances, whatever the hell that means. Trendmeister. I, I think it means they got their ass kicked at home. I think they will. Maybe they rally around Dan Quinn a little bit. We've seen them rally around Dan Quinn before. I think four and a half points is uh, too much for the Cowboys to cover. Give me Atlanta plus four and a half. I, I think my instincts say Cowboys here. For the obvious reasons, right? Uh, You're a Cowboys fan. You were playing Zeke in DFS, but that is a disgusting act. I think when you look at the defense for the Cowboys, it's going to be about this game is going to be a shootout. And do you really want to bet on Dakota Rain Prescott and this offense to keep up with Matty Ice? I, I don't know. I think Falcons Falcons get the the outright win here, and I think I think we're talking about we're so. If I'm McCarthy, I might have to fire Kellen Moore in a couple of weeks. If this well, doesn't, because if should. they lose an offensive shootout, that's not going to look good for the offensive coach. No, and maybe they want to break that continuity, as you say. So I'll I'll join you on the dog here, Sean. I I am worried. I don't know why the line got smaller. I would have preferred to be catching six points here. Feels like it should be closer to six. Not worried about it. But over. I'm not a totals guy. Over though. I don't know how this game doesn't go over. Buffalo heads to Miami. Where the Dolphins, Sean, this is another one. The look at was Buffalo minus three and a half on the road. It's now Buffalo minus six, minus two fifty five on the money line. Forty one is the total. Miami plus two fifteen coming back. Are you playing your weather angle, Sean? You know, I was definitely leaning that way because they they're at home. It's Florida team in September, which usually is what I do. John Brown not practicing today. A lot of red flags here. But Devontae Parker, he's injured. That really hurts the uh, Dolphins' offense, and, and and the Dolphins. You could have made a case they should have covered. Kind of got jobbed on on a, a no pi call there in the end zone. To me, though, what really why well, I ended up taking the Bills as a road favorite, and I'm gun shy about. It. I'm going against my trend of taking uh, Florida teams in September at home. Why are you walking away from this? You know that's a good trend. Cam Newton. The rushing quarterback. Miami really struggled to stop the rushing quarterback. Josh Allen mm. is a rushing quarterback, and I think his rushing is what is going to help them win. And the Bills' defense, I think, is legitimately really pretty good. good. And and Miami looks great in that first game at home. Miami is just so limited offensively. Like you know, Gasecki, I think he will have a decent number of targets, but now Devontae Parker's out. Like they're out their first three receivers. I, I just don't think they have the skill. Players to put up points against this Buffalo team. You know, can I, I don't think we watched a ton of that Patriots Dolphins game, but from a spot like again, this is another one of those spots. Like Buffalo looked great at home. 
in a great spot against the Jets. But then when you look at the scoreboard, you're like, well, wait a second. They they crushed the Jets, didn't they? Yeah. Didn't really show up on the scoreboard. And now, uh, and, and meanwhile, the Dolphins, as you said, they go, they struggle with Cam a little bit on the road. Okay. Now things flip. You're laying a lot of points with Josh Allen. We watched Josh Allen made a, make a lot of high variance plays. I'm a little surprised, Sean, because I thought this was an angle you were going to lean into. So far, the sports gambling podcast, home field, non crowd related factors, two and zero, oh. two and zero, oh. and, and not just two and zero, oh, two and zero oh straight up. Or I'm sorry, it, two and zero oh against the spread. So I don't know why you're walking away from it so fast. Way too much movement on the line. I hear your angle with Josh Allen. That does worry me. It does worry. Well, me and Josh Allen was- fumbled twice in that Jets game, and they were still able to cover the number. I, I think if he can just not fumble or just fumble once, I, I just wow. there is there is a mojo, there is a swagger about this Bills team yeah. early. Now, can they hold on to it? Can they handle it as they as they get the hype? Sometimes you know teams unravel, but there's something going on in Buffalo, and I think they're going to bring it down to Miami. Yeah, and and we saw a Colts team that I think we're going to maybe see play pretty well this week. Look pretty fucking tired in that Florida Heat last. I, you're you're crazy to walk away from it. This was your this was your baby, Sean, and now you're just you're stepping away from the cash. Carolina heads to Tampa, where Tom Brady and the Buccaneers minus nine. Minus four twenty-five on the money line. Carolina plus three twenty-five. Forty-seven and a half is the total. This actually came up a point from the look ahead of eight, which is a little surprising to me. Uh, I thought Carolina played well in a plus spot for them. A little disappointing they didn't get the cover. Meanwhile, Tampa, you know, it was just fitting. Cam- Tom Brady throwing a pick six. Jameis Winston literally in the building. God went out. That worries me. Mike Evans didn't look all the way. Uh, Scotty, you're Scotty no. Miller. Well, yeah, and I have Godwin. Uh, if you listen to the DFS podcast, I uh, did have Godwin in there. Down. So apparently, he's in the concussion protocol. That's not good. What is good is Carolina's offense. Like they were able to put up points against, against the, the Raiders. Raiders. Now they got to go down and do it in Tampa. Ah, uh, Tampa's defense uh, has played well. Uh, to, they played well to, to contain McCaffrey. Uh, I do worry that that defense will be able to contain what this offense can do. Robbie Anderson, obviously, and Samuel could be the things that unlock it. But um, from a spot perspective, I, I don't, I don't see. I'm like, just step away from the situation. How do you lay nine points with that Bucks team? Yeah, with the Bucks defense, especially. I think Brady does have a bounce back game, and they get the win. But I, I'm taking Carolina in the points. I, I, I just that, are we being stupid here? Are we being cute with just like, eh, well, just take well I mean, again, Carolina, they're they're used to the southern heat and humidity. I don't think it'll have a huge factor. Brady is good against the spread coming off a loss, but he's only seven and eleven against the spread as a minus seven favorite or more coming off a loss. Now, if it's less than that, he's forty two and twenty one. But I think the touchdown and more, and I and I and I think Brady is realizing like, Oh my God, playing for the bucks. I'm not going to be in great situations all the time. My, my Sis coach Tom, isn't alert. My alert. coach isn't going to make the perfect decision every single time. Like I think he's, it's a little bit of a wake up call. I think he responds. So I think he, I think they put up numbers, they get the W, but I, I Carolina is a scrappy little team that will, that will be in this game. There definitely wasn't any sense of like this Carolina team's completely dog shit. Well, Teddy, they're like, let's give Teddy Bridgewater some credit for just being a winner. When when have we seen Teddy Bridgewater play for a football team and lose consistently? 
just doesn't do it. Even when he came in, spelled Drew Brees last year. Yeah. He got it done. He's he's a winner. And you know, going back to that injury in Minnesota, his teammates were devastated. Why? Because they wanted to play for the guy. Because he's a fucking winner. I don't love uh, Carolina. I, I don't love Matt Rule. I don't love the overall situation. But th- the spread well, should not. You should be start nine. loving Matt Rule, Ryan. Should not be and, nine and you, points. What was who did Tampa struggle with the most on that Saints offense? Alvin Kamara. And who do the Carolina Panthers have? Christian McCaffrey. So yeah, in previous years, I think they've done well with Christian McCaffrey, but the way this Bucks defense is set up now, I, I think they're going to struggle with McCaffrey. And we've seen the speed. You know, Robbie Anderson. I got him going in some best ball leagues. Like the dude is fast. Like yeah. they have some. They have a ton of speed on offense, and I think it's going to be trouble for the Bucks. Like I, I think they'll. I think Carolina will break a couple plays. Blowout loading here. What do you Man. mean? I I mean I'm on Carolina with you because it just shouldn't be the spread is just too big. But you know if Tampa wins by three touchdowns because Brady comes out in some sort of fu mode, certainly possible. We actually have a clip oh, here, yeah. Ryan. Thank you for reminding me. Because it Jesus. is a uh, this is a clip from the German broadcast of. Uh, Which, by the way, shout out to us having a German broadcast. Yes, we uh, have German listeners too. Big, big, big uh, podcast. Yeah, shout out to uh, a lot of Europeans find uh, our podcast. So shout out. Shout out to most of the European countries. Couples, couple. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but most, of, most of them. Good eggs over there. All right. So this is uh, this is Brady to Howard. Let's uh, let's listen to the clip. And you can hear you can hear Brady curse. Uh, just oh, yeah. listen. It's great. TB12 at its finest. Goal on the nine yard line. The New Orleans Saints. Tampa am drücke angetäuschte Ballübergabe. Brady geht in die Endzone. Hat da weit offen. OJ Howard sein tight end. Touchdown. What? And that one guy just going, Oh, what is that sound? It sounds like a German uh, scat film or something. Yeah. Something Odell might be into. Yeah, so they were probably disappointed this they weren't why, covering the Browns game. This is why Odell and, and Tom Brady are such tight friends. Uh All right, but yeah, where are we at? That's where I'm at. Yeah, I, I think no. I think I you were shitting on my McCaffrey angle, but I think it's real, Ryan. I well, I, real. I just worry because I have I have the memory of watching McCaffrey get relatively bottled up by Tampa twice and, and no one else really did that. So uh moving along, the Denver Broncos coming off that heartbreaking loss on Monday night football. They covered though. Got they it. Did, gave they, it out at two and a half. They covered the spread. <laughs> They're heading to Pittsburgh. Who's also coming off a Monday night battle with the New York football giants. The Steelers are minus seven and a, a half. battle implies a closeness to the outcome, right? Minus three forty on the minus seven uh, and a half is the spread minus three forty on the money line. Denver plus two eighty. Forty one and a half is the total. Uh, this is another spot for me. And I'm surprised. Uh, I I think I'm surprised by your take on this because I Pittsburgh the defense looked really good. Denver we liked them at home early. We watched Vic Fangio shit all over himself again. Very similar to that 16-14 loss week two last season in their for their homeowner opener. I I don't love that this line has squeaked up past seven, but I'm okay laying it. You're crazy. I think what you're because Big Ben plays well at home. He the does. offense was warming up, and I think this passing attack is going to look really nice. And oh, by the way, 
That defensive line is just going to destroy Drew Locke. I, I think R- Ryan. I think what's happening is you're you're oh, still grading. You're still grading the Giants as a good team. So you saw what the Steelers did against mm. them, and you're like, oh wow, they mu- Steelers must be really good. They were able to intercept Daniel Jones. The thing about the Broncos, and I, I come, I, I initially I was like, maybe I'm just too high on the Broncos. I'm in love with this Broncos team. I, I should try and figure out if I'm missing anything. And you then are, I saw this quote. That Uh-oh. locked me into the, what the angle would be. Pun intended. Roethlisberger on his soreness Uh-oh. quote: "I was saying today, I feel like I was just in a car accident. Yesterday, I felt like it was in a train wreck. Hopefully, tomorrow it'll feel like I just fell off a bike. I'm definitely sore. The good news is my arm is the only thing that doesn't hurt. First off, lot to unpack here. <laughs> I mean, train wreck could be as deadly as a car wreck. Don't overreact to stuff here in the read, read the media, Sean. No, but he was sore, right? He got banged up. Why? Because he, he he was getting some contact. You saw him limping around here. Old guy, first game back. Don't overthink it, Sean. No, I'm not overthinking it. And I I mean, in the same way that the Eagles and Wentz got destroyed, sacked eight times. Why? Well, a he holds on to the ball too long. Roethlisberger's can be guilty of that as well. And B, they were dealing with a tremendous amount of offensive line injuries. Steelers' right tackle Banner is now out for the season. Wisniewski, the right guard, unlikely to play. And uh, their center, David DeCastro, has been out for three weeks. May come back, may not. This this defensive line or this offensive line is decimated, and the the defensive line for the Broncos is solid. I think they're going to come in and have a good game and keep this close, if not being a live dog against the Steelers team. Wow, you're overthinking it. I think. I, I really. What do you mean I'm overthinking it? There, no one on their line's healthy. I I no, just a, another bad spot. Cross country trip, short week. It's not a cross country. Cro- half country trip, short, short week. week. So are the Steelers in a spot. Ste- that a big before the season, this is a bad spot for you. You're walking away again. Give me Pittsburgh laying the points. Okay, Ryan. We're di- at least we're disagreeing this week. Oh yeah, you know what we're not disagreeing on? BetQL, baby, best betting app out there. Stats, trends, whatever you need to bet smarter, not harder. BetQL has it. And if you want the premium tools, betql.co, promo code SGP20 for 20% off. Just head over to the App Store, Google Play Store. BetQL.co has you covered. SGP20. Kramer, I'm just pulling this up. Three star pick for BetQL on the Denver Broncos. Broncos, according to BetQL. Should only be getting six points, one and a half point difference. Ah, <laughs> me and BetQL, baby, where the <laughs> smart money is at. And you're uh, again, just bet smarter, not harder. Ryan, you need to go over to BetQL.co, enter that promo code SGP20, get 20% off. Get your money right, get your mind right with BetQL. On it. Sean. Yes. Detroit, the Detroit Lions coming off that choke job. They're heading to Green Bay. Green Bay laying six. Your NFC champs. Minus two sixty-five on the money line. <laughs> Lions plus two twenty-five. Forty-nine and a half is the total. Tell me why my Lions aren't going to get it done. Better DVOA for the record. Better DVOA than the Packers in Week One. Um, again, this one is pretty easy. I'm 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 feeling great about the Green Bay Packers. 
Detroit Lions, they they brought in four different defensive backs for workouts. Why? Because their defensive backfield is decimated. I mean, they made Trubisky threw three touchdowns yep. in the fourth quarter. Why? Because they have no starting it's very strange. Uh, no starting caliber cornerbacks on that team right now that are healthy. And they gave a big V the right tackle, all that money. He's not playing. Uh, I mean, maybe Akuda makes it out there that who struggled, didn't earn a starting job in camp, the number three pick overall mm-hmm. or whatever. If he does play, I think Rogers is going to pick him apart. You saw what they did to the, to the Minnesota defensive backs, very similar situation here, except they're at home. That was on the road in Minnesota. Now you're playing a similar backfield. I think Green Bay will just be able to shred the Lions. I just don't see how the Lions stay in this game. Yeah, this is a weird one. I mean, what what the more I think about this Green Bay Minnesota game, the more because Minnesota put up a bunch of points too. I'm, I'm, but that was a lot of garbage points. There were some garbage in there. Um, Green Bay looked good, and it's hard to not want to just lay the chalk here. Yeah, but uh, I'm. Everyone's gonna be on Green Bay this week. Isn't this one of those like absolute super duper public spots here? Yeah, who, who everyone was, everyone was on the Bills last why week. Why is it not seven then? Why is it not seven? Because the Bills was it's six and a half, I guess. But why is this not seven? That's when I sit here and I, I look at this game, I, I I try to figure out why why are they not forcing me to to lay a touchdown here? What everyone's gonna be taking the Packers at this price. Am I wrong? So I'm going to go the other way, Sean. I'm going to predict that there's something funky that goes on in this game. We've seen a lot of close matchups between these teams, a lot of weird endings. I think green Bay at the end wins this game, but I, I, I worry that there's a trap being set for everyone. And I want to make sure my clients aren't getting trapped here. Spread is dead, bro. I don't know if you the know spread, the spread might be dead. Give me the lions plus six, Sean. I love it. Disagreeing all across the Li- uh, Aaron Rodgers, of course, 15 and five against the lions yeah. in his career, 41 touchdown passes, eight interceptions only. Yeah, this should be seven, right? I'm going to stick to my gun. Something weird about this. Something fishy, <laughs> something fishy, any, any matchups or reasons you actually like them to win the game. Like who, what, what do they do that, that green Bay won't be able to stop? I, I mean, I think we don't know much about green Bay's defense. And I think we talked about this all sim season. Well, I know something about uh, they, they the, uh, the Lions' offense. It's not. It's not that good. They they scored. Do you think the Bears are any good at defense? I, like again, it's it's a small sample size, and in this case, I think that Darren Bevel, like Matt Stafford, should have been the MVP if he just didn't get hurt. I think that's your small sample size. I mean, they win the game if his rookie running back catches the ball. I I, I think you're being slightly unfair to this Lions team. They, they but I, I don't I don't they think they looked game. great on offense. I think they, I think they looked all right considering they were missing their number one receiver. Who, you know, we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. You're making, you're making my points for me again. I think, I think this could be a game with a lot of points, and I, I don't think Green Bay has the defense to, uh, to make me feel confident. And I'm, I'm, le- I'm sticking with my Lions opinion, Sean. They, okay, they should have won if not for that fucking running back. Jacksonville has the Tennessee coming off that Monday night spot. Tennessee laying only eight and a half. Two two and a half points down from the look ahead of eleven, coming off the heels of that Minshew performance, minus four twenty for the Titans. Jags plus three twenty. Forty two and a half is the total. Uh, I mean, this is an unfortunately, this is another spot, Sean. This is another spot where it. My early indications are Jacksonville did did great. 
They won that game. They won that game in a plus spot. Now Tennessee coming home after a bad spot. Are we overthinking this? Should we just be looking to the favorite because the Jags can't do this again, right? They can't squeeze out that many points against a, a, a good defense in a situation where Minshew only had to throw the ball 20 times. QBs with the highest percentage of on target throws after week one, Gardner Minshew, yeah. number one, 95% Russell Wilson, then Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, Kirk Cousins. Here's a fun little trend that actually makes sense and I think it applies here. Teams that won as straight up dogs of six or more in week one are eight, two, and two against the spread in week two. Because the market's not catching up. Yeah. The the market hasn't adjusted enough on this Jacksonville team. Gardner Minshew, when asked about their offensive performance, quote, that's just <laughs> a fucking glimpse. Are you kidding me? Like they're 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 um I mean, they held the the Colts to 88 rushing yards. Now, granted, that's at home, and Tennessee is a, a much better rushing team. But this is a divisional game where you're getting more than a touchdown, and you got and you got the Jags momentum. Why, why is the number not moving? I'm seeing 80 percent of the money on the tight or on the Jags. Why is it not coming down? Why are we not seeing seven and a half? And also, seven. I'm not I'm not taking this Tennessee team to cover a big number until they figure out whether or not they have a kicker. Because I mean, Kaskowski left well, like ten points on the board. Yeah, I mean that really could come little, into play. Feels like we're watching the Colts team from last year. No, I know, and that's why. And I I bet on the Colts way too many times in situations where. But isn't that why you take the Titans? They left points on the on the table, like right? But they didn't they didn't fix anything, right? Like they still have that shitty kicker. Now Gaskowski made that one at the end to win the he game. Was pretty good. I mean, he's a pretty good historic kicker. But they all but come to see, the end of their life. Yeah, I, I hear you. When kickers die, they die. But if I'm just again trying to take a step back. And while I, I enjoy the the Gardner Minshew uh, experience, the Keep legend down. of Gardner, Keep down I'm not him, doubting him at all. This is just another game. Before the games were played last week, we were discussing this as a spot where we're going to like. I'm going to like Tennessee because I thought they're going to be coming off a loss in a bad spot into a good spot, getting Jacksonville off a good spot into not a, a less good spot. Um, I always like fading a team that won a game that they shouldn't have. They they won a game they shouldn't have. Um, but they also should have won the game by a lot of points. And they're as also, much as I love to shit the on the Titans, week. as much they are in a short week, as much as I love to shit on the Titans, this is one of the teams that seems to be benefiting from the fact that there is wasn't much of an offseason because not much changed. And I, I'm gonna I get I'm I'm sticking to my spot analysis, Sean. I'm picks are horrible this year. My picks are horrible. I can't wait for this weekend, Sean. I can't wait. Los Angeles, the Rams, they head to Philadelphia where Jesus Christ, Sean, the Eagles are a pick 'em at home, minus 110 both ways. 45 and a half is the total. The look ahead here was Philly minus three and a half. Why did it move three and a half points? Because they lost Goss. to Washington. See, now you're gonna get really into why this is a beautiful spot for Philly. Cause I agree with you. I agree with this is a great spot. No, it's a, it's a horrible spot. Great spot for Philly. We're catching the Rams off a plus spot. They're now crossing the country, dealing with a team that looked like shit week one. This is the perfect spot to bet the Eagles. Just like it's the perfect spot I would to bet say, the other teams. I would say the difference is the Eagles are actually getting some of their offensive linemen back. I mean, you look at the splits on Lane Johnson of, you know, when he plays with uh, when he plays and when he doesn't. 
They're fifty six and thirty six with him playing nine and twelve without. It's important Lane to have your starting. starting lineman. Yeah, I agree. Right. So in those other cases, I was point like with the Steelers, they had a shitload of offensive line injuries that got worse. The Eagles actually have Lane Johnson coming back. Jack Driscoll looked decent at right tackle. They can move him into right guard because um, Herbig was a disaster. So I think Herbig or Driscoll starts at right guard. Lane starts at right tackle. I mean, Miles Sanders is running around full participant in practice. Yep. I'll be really surprised if he doesn't play. And Doug Peterson historically owns the Ram. Three and zero against Sean McVay. Um, I forgot about that angle. You he does. Angle. I mean, well, every sort of coaching ranking always has Sean McVay above Doug Peterson. Yet Doug Peterson hasn't lost to him, and he beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Neither of the things Sean McVay has been able to do. And the Eagles got completely embarrassed, and now they're back at home. So yeah, I Carson I'm going to take the Eagles. On non-play action dropbacks, a 33.3 PFF passing grade, lowest of any Week One quarterback. Oh, he looked like shit. Yeah, I just wanted to throw that in there. No, I'm, I'm with, I, again for the same reasons that I've told you. Some of these other spots are very appealing to me. Philly is a the one thing that concerns me is Aaron Donald looks looks ready to play football this year. No, I mean that's that's and why it's a bad spot is because they're. Their D line could destroy them. The fact that Lane Johnson is coming back. Sorry, when I say a bad spot, I mean a situational spot. The situation is good for the Phillies for for the Eagles team because of the situation. Um, the offensive line, I think we're gonna get. You know, Lane Johnson is gonna play, right? Isn't that the the one? Yes, the he's playing. Miles Sanders again. Are they pretending again? Are they fucking full, doing full Dungeons and Dragons? Like, hey, it's just a. We're just resting him. Fucking assholes. Minnesota heads to Indy. Still in the ten o'clock kicks, Sean. We got lots of early games this week. Uh, they had to Indy. Where Indy, they were a two and a half point favorite on the look ahead. Indy is now a full three point favorite, minus one sixty on the money line. Minnesota, the Vikings plus one forty. Forty eight and a half is the total. Um, yeah, th- this is another one. I mean, I, I know the Vikings lost the first game, but back. Uh, Indy is. I, I'm betting on Indy this week. I, I can't, I can't tell you how fast I bet on Indy this week. Yeah, I, I, I this is a great bounce back spot for Indianapolis. And the Colts just, or I'm sorry, and the Vikings just need more time. Yeah, I mean, look at that defensive backfield. It's a bunch of rookies, and yeah, maybe Rivers is kind of past his prime, certainly, and on the downhill. But if you actually look at the game tape, like he. He looked pretty good with the exception of those two really bad interceptions. And and if he does that again at home, they're going to be fucked. Um but I really, I mean they had they got stuffed at the goal line a couple of times. Indy's defense actually didn't play horribly. They only let up 241 yards, um 91 rushing, 150 passing. Like I think if the Vikings aren't able to get the running game going, which I think they could struggle to do, Indy should be able to cruise. Well, we discussed it, right? They, they they got the they got all the juice. The Jags got all the juice out of that game. They they maximized their points. And to your to your point, they they didn't give up a ton of yards. Uh, they played all right. I think I, we'll see. I, I think they have a new quarterback, and I think we've seen teams with new quarterbacks just struggle a little bit. Yeah, it takes a little bit to figure it out. Uh, so I it wouldn't be surprising to see a big jump from game one to game two. I think that the the thing hidden in plain sight with this Vikings team is that. Say what you will about Cousins, this team is not going to win games this year because of the defense, not because of the offense. Well, and, and we we hit on that when we were previewing the NFC North that they they churned over a bunch of guys. Zimmer's a good coach; maybe he can get them no. going, and maybe he can, but it it could take some time. Like maybe Minnesota turns into this like secretly 
uh, like a strong second half team where they're covering a bunch of numbers. Well, but I think I think early it's going to be tough. And with the seventh playoff spot, maybe they're a team coming down the stretch that no one wants to see get in the play. Yeah, and Zimmer is a good coach. Uh, he's got a great against the spread record. You're betting on him to go zero and two, which is tough. But uh, Indy at home, Minnesota non-conference road game. Um, yeah, and without Diggs, like. They got Adam Thielen and and Dalvin Cook, but other than that, they don't have like a tremendous amount of weapons. Jefferson isn't really seeing the field much. No, I think yeah, we I think we even called it out. This is a team that's going to be better week nine than they are week two. So since 2006, teams that lost straight up as favorites of six or more in week one are seven four and one against the spread in week two. So that that's the Colts yep. and the 49ers actually, but um, the Colts it makes sense. Like they laid an egg in Jacksonville, come back home. This feels like a great spot for them. Not much more to add other than I also think there's something about a team that is, you know, they were in a horrible spot in the in the long grass of Jacksonville in the heat. So stick it uh Phillip Rivers gets his first win as a Colt. Next up, Giants coming off Monday night football. They head to Chicago for the battle of Daniel Danny Dimes and, and Mitchell. Mitchell's laying five and a half here, Sean. Minus two forty five on the money line, plus two oh five for the Giants. Forty two is the total. Don't tell me you're going to take Mitchell. Oh yeah. I mean, I took him in the uh, DFS podcast for a reason. Mitchell Trubisky at home graded second and positively graded pass plays PFF really to me again, this comes down to the giants offensive line for and giants are on a short week Yep. heading quote unquote across the country no, to no, Chicago. To the middle, it's only a couple hours. Okay. Flight. I mean, the Bears defense is thirty seven hundred dollars on DraftKings, and it's all thirty seven hundred dollars for a reason. Khalil Mack, who had been struggling with injuries, had kind of a down year last year. He quietly had an awesome game. Six quarterback pressures, no yep. sacks. He's due for a sack against the Giants. No, no, no. This isn't the team that's going to give Roquan Smith. I mean, the same way that I said T.J. Watt would be a disruptive nightmare. Khalil Mack is going to be a disruptive nightmare, and I, I thought. Pittsburgh's offense looked a little clumsy at times and, and we'll see. I, I think they're going to have, I think the giants are going to have trouble stopping Anthony Miller. I think they're going to roll coverage to Allen Robinson. I think he's not going to throw it to Allen Robinson. Cause he requested a trade. Uh, give me the uh, the bears all day here. Yeah. I mean, we, Sean, we watched the, we watched enough of that Chicago game to watch Mitch just look horrible. Yeah. And they, they, they pulled it out of their ass. Uh, Detroit, Which they could at home against the giants. They could. Um, I, I'm. I. I just think the Giants just—they're coming off a game where they played maybe one of the best defenses we'll see in the in the last you know, ten I'm, years of football. Wow, and that's the, insane. And the Steelers defense. When we're when when all said and done this year, we could be talking about one of the elite squads in the history of the National Football League. And and could we be talking about a 38 year old Ben Roethlisberger in the Super Bowl? One last hurrah. That Steelers team looks like a c- absolute contender. This Giants team, nothing to be ashamed of. They're not <laughs> heading to the road, and I'm going to take the points because although I'm not going to scream it, Sean, all rise. We're still there. I want to see how this team responds to Mr. Joe Judge after the loss. Uh, da- you know, things to be excited about. We just well, got we got to eliminate the mistakes. We got we have to eliminate the mistakes. I- I'm surprised they they were they were dying a little bit there in the fourth quarter. I thought their cardio would be a little better Fuck after off. all the laps. Last early game, San Francisco. I don't want to talk about the Giants anymore. At last early game, <laughs> San Francisco heads to uh, New Jersey to take on the Jets. 
Jets are seven and a half point home dogs oh. plus two fifty five. I want no line. part of this game. Niners minus three ten. Forty two and a half is the total. Uh, I mean, I think you kind of nailed it earlier. This is a good spot for the Niners, probably. Yeah, it's but, a- but here's what's scary: the Jets can play run defense, and we kind of saw it against the Bills. The rushing, the efficient part of the rushing attack was Josh Allen and in quarterback running plays, yeah. not your traditional run plays. That so if they can slow down San Francisco and they can create a situation where Jimmy G has to beat him with the arm, can he do it? Are you betting on Jimmy G to do something on the road here? Because it feels like we're being too cute if you take the Jets and the points. That's what it feels like. Yeah, I keep going back Niners, and forth here. They lost their game, but it is a non-conference road spot. There's a lot of tricky it's elements. Non-conference road spot. Um, Kittle, if he plays, he's certainly not 100. percent Again, I was skeptical of the Niners getting rid of DeForest Buckner. That defensive line didn't look the same. And like you said, Jets are actually decent against the run, which is basically sets up the whole. Uh, 49ers offense, yeah. Richard Sherman. He's on short term IR. I mean, Adam uh, Le'Veon Bell. He's on IR. I don't know if that'll Frank really matter. Sighting coming. I- Last season though, uh, everyone, you know, is scared of taking the road favorites. Last season, road favorites of seven points or more went 15 and eight against the spread and 15 and six against the spread, excluding San Francisco. So San Francisco was actually one of those teams that wasn't bad, but like I hit on earlier with that trend of teams that were like seven point or yeah. more favorites that lost outright, usually bounce back week two. The scary thing is the, the injuries uh, and the matchup and the non-conference aspect of it. That being said, I guess I'll take the 49ers, but man, I just don't, I want no part is, is of this. Is it not is, aren't the jets like a gross dog this week? Yeah. They're probably the ugliest dog on the board. I mean, uh, maybe you could make the case for Jacksonville, although I think maybe we're just so into Minshew mania, we don't see how much the public in general hates them. But uh, Jets probably the grossest dog out there. I'm taking the Jets, and and for that reason, I I don't. I think the I think the fact that they can slow down a rushing attack is going to be a problem because we're going. This is what what's going to happen. It's going to be uh, maybe 12:30 Pacific time, and we're going to be watching Jimmy G try to lead the Niners on a uh, on a drive to lock up the spread with six minutes to go, and we're going to be like, "Fuck! Why did we bet on Jimmy G? Give me, give me the Jets. Let's Adam Gase. He's going to do some decaf nose beers. Get it done, boy. I hate that pick. Yeah, I, I want no part of that game. Jets, Gi- Jets, Giants money line parlay. Here we come. Here we come. <laughs> if you want to bet? Uh, if you want to, I mean, listen. You heard Ryan. <laughs> There's people out there who want to bet on the Jets. Yep. And why not be on the other side of that? Why not operate your own sports book and take wagers on the Jets? Yeah. Start your own small business today and go to acepread.com/sgp. Acepread.com/sgp. Use that link and you can get up to six weeks free of their amazing sports book software. Ace per head. They get it done, man. Ace is the place if you want to go and start your own online sports book. It's very easy to get it going. I know guys have used it, rave about it. Very easy setup, very um, efficient software. Lines up to date, graded immediately. They do all the heavy lifting, the calculating, the odds. All you got to do, collect that sweet, sweet cash. Go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. Late slate. Early afternoon, uh, 105 
on the West Coast. Washington, the football team, they head to Arizona to take on Kyler. Is it a real name yet, Sean? It's almost there. And the Cardinals. Cardinals, they go from a six and a half point dog week one to a six and a half point favorite week two. Minus 275 on the money line. Washington, the football team, plus 225. 47 and a half is the total. I, you know, my 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 gut reaction to this one is ooh, that's a big like going from a dog, a scrappy dog to the the the, the it's just the stone cold favorite. Doesn't that feel like a stretch? Yeah, hype I mean, team. They're still the hype team, Sean. They're they are still the hype team, but they, they, they were they won were some a big ass game. They did, but so did so did the football team. I, I know that you're right. They both they're both coming off huge division wins. Now Washington has to go almost across the country and, and play in Arizona. Um, Do they have the best defense in, the, in football? Could, could the, could the football team have the best defense in football? No, I don't think so. And here's Are the they thing. a top five defense. Uh, yeah, I think they're, they're definitely a top 10, possibly a top five. And I think the way Wentz looks shitty and through those interceptions, that was more on just Wentz not having good ball placement, not setting his feet properly. Yeah, but bad defenses don't get those turnovers. Still, no, and, and maybe maybe their defensive backfield is better than I thought. That certainly that could be the possibility. I think Arizona and the air raid getting the ball out really quick. You saw them get the ball in DeAndre Hopkins' hands, yep. not hold it on, not hold on to the ball very long, and Kyler scrambled when he needed. I would have liked to seen Wentz run around a little bit. That's one way to uh, minimize a pass rush is with your legs. And Kyler showed that in San Francisco, that was a pretty good defensive line. They're not, they don't have DeForest Buckner anymore, but they still have Bosa. Like that defensive line's pretty good. I, I don't think this Washington football team is mature enough to handle a road trip like this and, and play well. And the Washington offense didn't look that great. And I, that's more just an indictment on the Eagles and them turning the ball over but do you believe, and putting them in good spots. Do you believe Arizona has a good defense? Or do you believe that San Francisco was just flat? Because I'm more on the on the angle that it was well, more of a San Francisco offense didn't show up than Arizona all of a sudden for, has a great defense. Yeah, for me it's less about Arizona's defense being really good and being able to shut down the Washington offense. I don't think the Washington offense was that good. Like they got put in good spots because of their defense turning Wentz over, but I, I think if Kyler can protect the ball, which I think he can do at home, I think they're going to struggle to put up points. And that's what I would ask you then. If like they, they're very predictable. They're running their, their, their pass plays. Like you didn't see anything out of that team that you didn't think you could see, but, but they were playing the Eagles who is going to have a very good defense this year. At least the front, the front part of that defense is going to be good. It's going right. to be hard to run against, them. but again, they were at, they were at home and they benefited from like a three to zero turnover margin. Now, if they, if they have a three to zero turnover margin in Arizona, then yeah, they have a good shot to no, win. No, I, I, I just, don't see it. You're missing. I'm just, I was, uh, it was a compliment. It was saying you're, you you shouldn't compare what they looked like against an Eagles defense with how they're going to look against the Cardinals. defense. Okay. But I think that's, I think that's just more who Haskins and I think that's just kind of who they are. Yes. Yeah. See, I, I think you're correct. I, I, I just couldn't justify laying six and a half points with the Cardinals yet. Especially when the team they're playing looks to me like they're going to end up with a top five defense. And defenses can keep it close. Defenses can allow the offense to kind of start slowly. And don't forget the tight end matchup. Logan Thomas has a big game. Washington, uh, unfortunately, the football team. First place for another week, maybe, Sean. Next up, Baltimore heads to Houston. Houston with long rest on this one. 
Uh, they were five and a half point dogs on the look ahead. They're now a full touchdown, plus two sixty on the money line. Ravens minus three twenty. Fifty one and a half is the total. I hate this game. I hate this game because it it it's so hard to be like really Deshaun Watt seven point home dog seven point home dog. Uh, this is a. Uh- from another podcast to think against odds since 2011, the team that lost the opening Thursday night game won their second game. So that's, that's kind of a crazy trend. That being said, I mean, goddamn Baltimore is good, man. Baltimore does everything good that the chiefs do well, right? Like with the mobile quarterback, yeah. uh, I mean, they, they run the ball better. I, I would even say, although the chiefs ran the ball amazingly, uh, Patrick queen was coming up in a big way for them. Yeah. They dominated the Browns at home. You know, Houston's their their back is against the wall, but that that team just feels fractured early. Um, Ravens they sacked Deshaun Watson six times last year. Like, why can they not do this again? They beat them forty-one to seven last year, and granted that was in Houston, but I don't know what has changed. Like, the Texans have lost DeAndre Hopkins, and they're feeding the ball to David Johnson. Uh, the Baltimore team just looks really good. I, I'm, and now maybe they were just fired up because they look so. They lost that playoff game and they came at came hard at home. Let's talk about it. Why why is this le- why is this not more than a touchdown? Well, they already moved it from five and a half to seven. I, I think there's people that can talk themselves into Deshaun Watson at home getting seven points. I'm going Ravens. I know it's super chalky, but I, I just don't see like what matchups are the Texans winning here? The we we saw a decent amount of Ravens game and it didn't feel like they did anything special. No. They didn't do anything special and they just crushed I don't think Cleveland's a horrible team. Not as bad as you. They're not a great team, but they crushed them and division rival too. So to to think that they can go on the road against the team granted long rest, all that good stuff. They have to see this team for what they are, for how they looked on on Thursday night football and know that this is a game. If they go in there, they hit him in the mouth. Houston's not getting up off the mat. This is a different team. The, the Baltimore defense is a little bit different. They contain Watson. I, I I'm with you, Sean. Let's go road chalk here. Cause I think it's more, I, I think let's not uh, let's not fade the Ravens until they're having to lay double digits. Cause they, the, the team's too good. They're just well, too yeah. good. Kansas city last of the afternoon slate, Kansas city also coming off that Thursday night spot. They're heading to Los Angeles to take on the chargers in the new stadium. Sean, wow. Big old empty stadium. Chargers are used to that. Chargers this, didn't even get the opening game. Poor Chargers. This number has moved from seven all the way up to nine uh, uh, for the ch- fucking chiefs minus 400. They on could the make line. it 13 chargers plus three ten. 47 and a half is the chiefs ball. are going to roll Andy Reed having a little bit of extra rest to, to figure out Anthony Lynn. I like that angle. Yeah, you can't this fade Andy Reed on extra rest. This is a divisional game, but still it's under nine. Like you saw how saw how conservative Did you just say it's under. I'm oh, sorry. I mean, it's, it's I was going to say it's under 10. You saw how conservative that chargers offense yeah. was right. And yeah. I mean, I just don't see how they're going to put up enough points to stay in the mix with this Kansas city team. I mean, you put now, granted, it's not technically a dome because there's like open air on the side. Although it's a fixed roof, very confusing. Sean's but, very angry about this. Well, because I got an argument with a guy where they were saying they were thinking of not playing the game in LA because yeah. of the smoke, and I'm like, "What the hell? It's a dome." And then he's like, "It's actually an open stadium." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Went back and forth. We figured it out. But the Chiefs are just gonna. I mean, they're that offense is so high powered. 
Edwards Hilaire, who even you thought like, oh, maybe it'll take him a little bit to get going. Secretly, they'll use Williams a little bit more. That didn't go. They didn't look like they had any bit of rust. They were playing against Houston. There is that. But do you think? Well, do you think where do you have Houston versus the Chargers defensively? I think that the Chargers are going to give them a look from a pass rushing perspective that they didn't see against Houston. That's Houston, true. Houston doesn't have a pass rush, and then they also don't have a back end. So Houston, we we walked into that game knowing Houston. Uh, in hindsight, I I was uh, we got cute taking the points because that defense is going to struggle. And what we saw that was surprising on offense was Deshaun Watson struggled in ways that he typically doesn't. And perhaps that's because he didn't have D Hop to just sling the ball to. I don't know. Uh, I, I certainly wouldn't want to, uh, to to bank on it, but yeah. So I guess with the Kansas City spot, I'm gonna stupidly. <laughs> maybe I'm just trolling Chiefs fans at this point, Sean. Taking the Chargers, Ryan. But give me the Chargers. Well, it's a lot of points. It's a lot of points. Super Chargers. Chargers. I don't see Mahomes having a good game in the dump. Uh, the pass rush is different. We'll we'll see what happens. Uh, I I will be the first to say that maybe I got too cute on this one. Sunday night football, the New England Patriots, Cam Newton heading up to Seattle. The Seahawks four point favorites, minus two hundred five on the money line. Patriots plus one seventy five. Forty five is the total. You hear that, Ryan? It's the sound of Russ cooking. Shout out to Pat Fisher for pulling that sweet cooking sound effect. They let him cook Ryan and he didn't disappoint insane game. When you have more touchdowns than incompletes, four touchdowns, three incompletes yeah. for Russell Wilson, who's truly unlimited. Why is this for? Cause are we excited that cam won a game against the dolphins? Yeah. I think people are talking themselves into Belichick. He's got it all figured out. They, they showed up nicely in the DVOA paper. But I mean, Russell Wilson has quietly had bill Belichick's number. Uh, number two team in DVOA. Granted, early season, it's hard to really look at it, but still. Russell has thrown for 888 yards, eight touchdowns, and just one interception in three games against the Patriots. <laughs> we all know that one interception, pretty big one, decided the uh, Super Bowl. I, I think Jamal Adams is actually going to be the key to this game. We oh. saw him getting involved in that uh, in that game against Atlanta, and I think he's going to. They're going to move him up in the box. He's going to help. Uh, kind of short, you know, he's going to help in the run. Like if you Seahawks just load up the well, box and they're, and, and the Patriots are dealing with a lot of injuries. Like they're banged up now. Who knows? That could just be old Belichick uh, playing with the injury report. But I mean, you look at their, uh, I'll pull it up in a second, but they, they have a lot of guys banged up. Well, and Sean, I, I would say this, that Seattle, if you want to critique their defense, I think they have some things to figure out in the secondary, obviously. Um, but they look pretty good against the run and granted the game script made it so that it's skewed. Well, yeah, but also Atlanta's at home with a much more dynamic skill players than what the, the Patriots are trotting out. Well, that, that's where I'm getting to though. Like, so Seattle appears to, to have some competency playing the run on defense. Meanwhile, when you look at what Seattle, I think at their core wants to do, it's run the ball. And that is the weakness of this Patriots defense as usual. Granted again, one game. So I'm I'm pulling things out of my ass a little bit yep. to use numbers, but we have to use something. And the main take I have on this is just, I know the look at was three and a half. I just think Seattle answered a lot of questions for us in that. Yes, this is a team that's absolutely going for, for a championship this year. Meanwhile, 
I think everyone expected the Patriots to be a competitive team. And now that they've won a game and cam had a couple touchdowns, we're getting a little excited. We're getting ahead of ourselves. I'd be very surprised. I'd be very surprised if the Patriots sniff this sniff a win here. I, I think this spreads wrong and I think it's wrong by a mile. I think this is, this is a touchdown game. If not more potential lock here, look out potential lock on Sunday. Night Seattle's football. a good team. Really good team. They're only going to get better too. I know Belichick's teams get better, but I just feel like this is actually a good spot to fade them. Saints Monday night football. They had to Las Vegas where the Raiders are opening the uh, what are we calling it? The Death Star. Death Star, and they open as a six-point dog. How disrespectful! Plus two hundred. We gotta get our shit going on the money line. Forty-nine and a half is the total. Saints minus two forty. Sean, call me crazy. No Michael Thomas. Yeah, Gruden has this team firing. We didn't see the offense look that good in a lot of games last year, let alone on the East Coast. Granted, they were playing a really bad team, but this is Drew Brees going away from home, and who knows what kind of devilish activities might well, take place in Las Vegas. A couple of things uh, to talk about: Michael Thomas. I didn't think he was going to play. It sounds like he is going to play, but it's with a high ankle sprain, and that's always a bitch. So I, I would, I'm going to say Listen, he's going to a non-factor. Sean, Saquon Barkley has more alien DNA than Michael Thomas. Fact, <laughs> and he really struggled to come back off the high ankle sprain. So I, I think if he truly is, he, is he still coming back from is, it? it? Oh, stop it, Sean! If he I was truly just, six yards, if he's truly coming coming off, if he truly has a high ankle sprain, there's no way Michael Thomas. No, maybe he'll trot him out there as a decoy, but I don't he see him cutting a high ankle sprain. No, and. and Carolina, that was or that's not an easy spot to play in. Uh, you didn't know what the Matt Rule offense would look like. They let up a lot of points, but they they were able to run the ball pretty well. Breeze only threw for 160 yards against the Bucks. Well, the story really is Josh. So yes, Carolina, maybe their run defense really, really, really sucks. But Josh Jacobs, he looks pretty good, and I think. You know, for all the talk we have about New Orleans and that defense, I think we're going to see uh, over the course of this season that, that you can run on them. And I think that we're going to see the story of this game will be oh, well, what's wrong with Drew Brees? They've only scored 17. It's going to be a low scoring game. That's my take on this one. I would go under and then I would take the home team, home dog. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the Raiders here too. Who, you know, we always like to give Rudin shit. But uh, we, I, I think plus six. We once said we wouldn't bet on Gruden again, Sean. Yeah. Are we this, breaking that rule? I don't know. This isn't. I'm not going to lock this up. Not going to put it in the super contest. But uh, yeah, I'll take I'll take Raiders plus I, six. I'm here. really excited to figure out which five we're going with because we disagreed on a lot of shit this week. We did, Ryan. But again, time for the Locked Dog Tees presented by MyBookie.ag. Promo code SGP for 100% deposit bonus. Ryan, throw out your lock. Seattle. Let's not get. I mean, yeah. It, I, don't overthink it. Seattle is the lock this week for the dog. There, there, there are a couple of ways you can have some fun this weekend, but I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play the the a home team. You know, you like the home dog. And no, it's not the Chargers. I'm not really gonna troll Chiefs fans right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to take the Las Vegas Raiders Ooh. plus 200 on the money line here. I, I think the, the saints, 
they took care of business, but this is a weird spot. And, and I, I like it better than the dolphins. That was another one in mm. contention there. So, and then for my tease, uh, lots of fun numbers to tease, not a ton of value, but Pittsburgh minus seven and a half, or I'm sorry, minus one and a half. That's going to be a, a good one to throw in there. Tennessee minus two and a half. Uh, again, going for some of the Wong, uh, the Wong tease down. And then the last one, if you're not teasing this game, you're crazy. Uh, maybe something we're talking about for a survivor pick, maybe not a good spot, but Baltimore minus one against Houston. I, the Houston bill O'Brien, not, not, not doing it right there for my lock. Give me the green Bay Packers minus six. Ooh, interesting. Sean really L- love going against that banged up line really? secondary. Oh, interesting. Yeah. They got no one um, for my dog again, riding the injury news. Going against that banged up offensive line. Give me the Denver Broncos plus 280. Oh, interesting. Sorry, Ryan. It's a big dog. I don't know if big dogs make you uncomfortable. Interesting. Three team T's. Give me Baltimore down to one. I'll do uh KC down to three. Oh, moving, moving across a couple key numbers there. Yeah. Nine to three is always a good one. And then uh, let's see my last one. Well, you like San Francisco. You so you probably want to tease that down. Yeah. I don't know. That's such a weird, you, you like, oh, you know what? I'll do uh, I'll do Buffalo pick. Fuck it. All right. The three team road tease. Jesus what could Christ. go wrong, Ryan? All right. So let's uh, let's figure out our survivor pick. Ryan. <sighs> this is a tough week. We're in the circus survivor. We've all right. Well, so for we've... me, it's easy. Cause it's, it's green Bay, but um, is this the week to take green Bay though? Yeah, why not? I mean, you got. I, I guess you'd want to see. Are there spots down the road that you might want to uh, take a, take the Packers, like when they have the Jags at home in November? Uh, got to make it to Week Three, Ryan. That's they, the goal. They play the Panthers at towards the end of the season as well. Um, that's the most obvious one for you. Yeah. Or I mean, I guess we could do Baltimore. We seem to agree on Baltimore. That's another one where it's like, is that is it really time? But we're going against that that trend of uh, people going against the. So Green Bay's my vote. What do you got, Ryan? I would have said Tennessee. I would have I would have said Tennessee, or I would have said uh, I would have said Pittsburgh. To be honest with you, you don't like either one of those. Yes. So now we're now we're in a predicament. I guess we just go with Baltimore. Fuck it. Or Seattle. Seattle would be an onions play, right? Dare we dare we tempt the fate of going against Bill Belichick? That doesn't seem like a smart maneuver. Um but when you do look at the they, the Seahawks play play some team they play the Jets at home later in the season, so maybe maybe again an opportunity situation where we wouldn't want to take them right now. You're not worried at all about the Packers just you're buying them off 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 being hot, off coming out with a big win. Yeah, but they, they were a regression team, Sean. We we called them out as a regression team. <laughs> no, I, I think they I think I think all that makes sense for the season, but Detroit is just has no one in their starting secondary. Like, how is he not gonna pick them apart? Mm. Could take the Colts. That's a crazy survivor play. Is it? We haven't seen enough yet from them. No, they they lost to the Jags. That's all they did. You know what? I'm getting cute. Switch my pick to the Packers. Oh wow! Let's take the Packers in the survivor pool. All right, Ryan. I, I just I went through their schedule again, and and while 
sure they might have some spots that look a little better later in the season. It's not the craziest thing to burn them now. Okay, so for the Capra Cup and the Circa Millions contest, we're both on Seattle minus four. Yeah, I guess throw Green Bay in there now. Green Bay minus six. Off the fucking lion ship. If it, if we miss this one, I'm, we're gonna we're gonna have words. Uh, if you're asking me for another game that I would I would put pretty high up. I, I, Indy at minus three is interesting. Philly a pick is is pretty. I mean, I, I know you probably don't need help putting Philly into the thing. Mm, I just I don't worry feel great about that. I, I I don't see a lot of dogs on the card, but that, which isn't a problem. Sometimes you don't you don't want to force it. Oh, we could do we could do Carolina or Atlanta. Toss one of those in. But we both like Baltimore. Oh, you're right. What if we just said fuck fuck just put, go trying super to chalk. work a dog in there? Baltimore minus seven, and then. Uh, so we have right now for our five: Seattle minus four, Green Bay minus six, Indy minus three, Baltimore minus seven. Dude, fuck. You. Well, I mean, I I think we both like uh, the Ra- no. We can't do the Raiders, right? That's crazy. No. Long cocks. Do we do Carolina or do we do the Eagles or Atlanta? Those are our three options, Ryan. What do you want? Let's do it. Carolina. Yeah. No, we take. It's the Eagles. All right. Well, you don't Ryan's, like that. Ryan's picking it. I'm not. You don't think the Eagles is a great pick this week? I'm surprised I didn't give it out as a lock. Oh, great! I don't need your lock, lock stink all over the Eagles. Oh man, what a fun podcast! Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. That we took the Eagles. Should we switch it? <laughs> no, we're we're gonna keep it. Which which one are we locking up for the Capper Cup? Um, I mean, Indy minus three, or, or we can lock up Seattle minus four. Seattle. That's the move. Let's do it. Throw in a uh, five-star review. Uh, every Monday we'll be pulling a five-star review uh, and giving away some free merch that really helps us uh, climb the podcast charts and destroy all the fucking nerds. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Been getting a lot of great feedback on the podcast. Check out all the, uh, all the other pods up on the network, tons of free content on the website. Give us a follow on Twitter at gambling podcast and for the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green and he is Ryan. Happy week to y'all Kramer. Let it ride.